Hello. 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 Welcome back to another episode of This Lonely Bitch. My name is Ava. I'm your host. This is season two, episode three. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so a week ago, I got a text message that I'd been waiting for since the earthquake. Uh, the day, let's say a week and a half before the earthquake, or about two weeks before the earthquake, I met a boy named Soner from Hatay, which, as you know, was hit quite hard. Um, if you follow the news, <laughs> I wouldn't have known, honestly. So I met him like doing karaoke, like doing karaoke. I met him doing karaoke. And he was just really sweet. I saw him again the next day. I had videos from karaoke. He asked me to send them to him. He was a really sweet, friendly guy, really young. He was in Antalya for one night because he wanted to, um, he'd gone to university here and his diploma was ready. So he just came to pick up his diploma. So I saw him that one night and the following night on his way out. Um, I gave him the videos that some of my friends had taken that night at karaoke. I was with that guy I dated and two guys that I had become friends with here. And then I was with those two guys again the following day when I saw this kid. Yeah. So he left. He was traveling for a bit before going back to Hatai. And... You know, I just had his phone number. He and I did not stay in touch. But when I got news of the earthquake, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, like, I hope, you know, you guys are okay. Hope you and your family are okay. I just saw you were hit quite badly. I never got a response. And I was like, I wouldn't respond to a strange person either. He's probably receiving millions of inquiries. I mean, I'm. I don't even live here and I was getting tons and tons of inquiries from people. Um, not tons and tons, but enough. Okay. Enough because people care about me. Um, I was annoyed anyway. So I didn't expect him to respond. And you know, the six weeks in between were crazy. A lot of things happened. I no longer speak to those two guys. I no longer speak to that guy I dated and like there was like I mean it was like I know it sounds really crazy unless you have traveled long term like this and you've been in this situation but you know there's like a full you have like a full cycle of relationships you know in a very short period of time and in those six weeks a full cycle had come and gone so last week I did finally get a response and the response was that this kid died and so did his mother and so did his father. That's a bummer, right? It's also like, I know it's a bummer. And then just thinking about, you know, just really thinking about how quickly you can lose things. The last week has been a quiet week. I also had the two-year anniversary of my father's death. Um, 
yeah. Things can change in an instant. In an instant. Sometimes, I'm not trying to say anything poignant here. Um, But yeah, like I didn't really have feelings about the earthquake. I just, because it didn't really impact me personally. I wanted to at least be around to listen to anyone who needed to talk who was personally impacted by the earthquake and it didn't feel right to leave right away. It also didn't feel right to leave because two days before the earthquake was when I got into the fight with that guy. It just like didn't feel like everything was just so, it was just like after such a big shock. Usually like in my life, if there's a big shock like that, I will leave right in the midst of it. And I'm learning to at least stay until things calm down a bit. Um, I don't know. People say it's a healthier way to operate. The jury is still out on that one. But I, I did stay. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> um, I don't know. So it just, like, I would say, you know, to find out about this boy's death, it was like this invitation to just kind of embrace this feeling of loss because I couldn't like accept I know this sounds crazy and I feel so crazy even saying it but I really couldn't accept like the end of this like romance with this guy it was really hard for me to accept um to the point where people are like who is he like what like like is he like, what does he have that, like, you're still thinking about him weeks later? Okay, only a month. Only a month. I think that's reasonable. I'm not like a machine. Um, yeah, so, like, accept that loss. And then in accepting that loss, you know, it triggered greater feelings of loss. There was um, an episode from the first season where I did this exercise in calling in the one that was, like, you know, talk about a loss you experience and then what you gained in return. And I couldn't complete the exercise because I'm like, I am stuck in this place of feeling like I have lost so much, you know, and I have not yet reached the point where I can say that I've gained so much in return, where I can really say that, like, relative to the things that I feel that I've lost, I don't necessarily feel at this point that I've gained so much in return. That was how I felt last week. And that's how I felt pretty much, well, like the last couple of months. And then, I mean, I don't know, like to accept the loss with this guy was really hard. And then there are certain losses that are easy to accept, you know? There are certain losses because they don't necessarily feel like losses. I don't know what I gained from the whole situation with that guy I dated here. I know that sometimes, you know, like with the two guys that were friends, I really thought about it and I really thought about their beliefs and how, you know, everyone is you pushed out. That's like a very 
woo-woo thing. But like everyone is you pushed out, right? So every person you encounter, especially when they irritate you, like they are showing you something about yourself. They're externalizing something about yourself and giving you an opportunity to examine it. And, um, you know, I was thinking about these beliefs and like I don't really, I don't really agree with the way that they do things and like the things that they believe. Um, but I have, and maybe even very recently I have. And so it was really important for me to meet them and to get close to them. And then with this guy that I dated, you know, he's like this kind of loner, mysterious, bookish, nerdy, but mostly mysterious, loner, tortured soul kind of guy. And he's so sweet. He's very handsome. And he has this like boyish charm. But really like there's something about him that's like dark and kind of lonely. And this is something that I really like in a guy and something I find really attractive. Um, this tortured soul kind of thing. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, I think I'm like romanticizing these guys who seem like they're so sensitive and they're like tortured, you know? Like I'm like a 16 year old girl still in terms of like who I'm attracted to. And I'm afraid, like, so then that says something about me, right? So if I'm, if I'm glamorizing this type of personality, then like I am, I am not, if I'm glamorizing this like tortured soul, then the part of me that feels conflicted, I'm holding on to because I find it appealing somehow. Um, today is 31 days without cigarettes, by the way. And in that book, I read this book, The Naked, shit, The Naked Mind, Smoking. And one of the things the writer says is like, think of who you think you are when you're smoking a cigarette. You know, can you let that person go? And like, I thought about it, and this is how I was able to quit for two months. And I was like, I think I'm fucking cool and like badass. And like, not just cool and badass, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm dark and, and I have deep thoughts. And I too am mysterious. And I have this like cloud of smoke around me to keep like all these bright, shiny, happy people away from me. You know, I understand the dark side of life and, and I understand the mystery of life and and people are stupid. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's embarrassing that it's true. Um, yeah. So you don't have the cigarettes and then you have like that feeling, that self-image. And you know, it's not fucking cool. It's not cool. It's just not cool. I just have to accept the fact that I'm just not as cool as I think I am or wish I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about like Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about the fight um, between those two girls. It was really one girl attacking the other one, right? And then, you know, like, would I ever do that? No, probably not, because I would never admit to myself that I wanted something badly enough to, like, assault someone over. Okay, I 
I'm not gonna do that. I wouldn't, but like, but like I, to like want something that badly, I don't think is necessarily wrong. You know, to assault someone is wrong, but like to want something super badly is like not wrong. And I've talked about that in the previous season as well. Like, would I ever admit to myself like how much I want something, because you know, I'm holding on to this idea of myself being so fucking cool. Um, and I'm learning how to just ask for the things I want. I'm learning how to just say like, this is what I want, this is what I need. And like, not make it complicated. Like, just like, don't complicate it. Like, this is just what you want, what you need. And like, if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, you didn't ask the right person or maybe like you didn't ask the right way or there's a possibility it's not actually what you want and you need to keep keep meditating on it you know it's not that hard it's really not that hard and we just make it so hard we make it so hard and like we judge ourselves so much we judge ourselves so much for the things that we want you know so much like there's still so much that I want and that I feel like ashamed to admit that I want also you know with this guy like I was really attracted to him the guy I dated here I was really really attracted to him and I don't meet guys that I find like very attractive anymore it's different when you're younger like everyone is like not everyone but you know you're just curious you're super curious about everyone so it's just fun to like have these romances and have these slings. But I don't, I really don't find myself that attracted to people. And the way I was attracted to him was like, I don't know, like, like, like I felt like this desire from like deep inside me, you know? And when I was around him, like my body just felt so super warm. Like even just like sitting, talking, I just felt like I was sitting in front of like a warm fire every time I was near him. And, um, you know, I dated him for three weeks without touching. There was, like, not even any touching. <laughs> the two guys that I was friends with, they were, like, like, they were, like, okay, so, like, how far have you guys gone? And, I, like, they, like, assumed that we'd slept together. I was, like, um, I'm, like, like, no, we haven't slept together. And they're, like, well, have you kissed? I'm, like, no, we haven't kissed. And they're, like, what have you done? I'm, like, uh, he took my glasses off once. I wear glasses now. I'm not wearing glasses right this second, but I wear glasses now. And I was like, he took off my glasses once. And they were like, okay. And then I was like, and um, last night uh, when we said goodbye, you know, I was wearing like um, a top that like exposed my midriff, but I was also wearing high-waisted pants. And so you could see like a, like a sliver of my midriff and I was wearing a jacket, you know. So he hugged me like under my jacket and he touched my bare midriff. <laughs> I was like, honestly, it was like pretty erotic. <laughs> and they couldn't, they just couldn't believe it. They just couldn't believe it. And I was just like, you know, because I was really attracted to him and I was trying to figure out how far I actually wanted things to go. He told me right from the jump, he told me right from the start that he wasn't looking to get married again. And I believed him, you know? But I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this guy because I didn't really know what to do because I did feel very drawn to him. Um, 
and I felt like it was worth exploring. But I wasn't sure how much I could actually handle myself. Hi. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Good, thanks. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure how much I would be able to handle myself. So, uh, so I took my time. I mean, three weeks is a long time for me. <laughs> A long time for it. and I was very attracted to him. They're like, Are you attracted to him? I'm like, I'm so attracted to him. So attracted to him. Like, I want to lay my body against his. Um, yeah. And then eventually I did. And then when things didn't work out, you know, some people were like, He just used you for sex. And then I was upset, and I was like, What if he just used me for sex? And then after like a couple of weeks, I was like, I'm a grown ass woman. I wanted to have sex with him. I wanted to sleep with him. What's wrong with that, you know? Like, if this had been, like, five years ago, this, I, I would never have been like, he just used me for sex. It would have been like, we used each other, you know? Like, right away. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know, like, maybe that was just all I wanted and I was, like, making it too complicated. And I was just making it too complicated, you know? So I dated him for, okay, so like we went on several dates when I told him. I told him that the guys made fun of me for like not even like holding his hand and like touching him. And they were like, how many dates? Because they were like, how many dates have you guys gone on? And like, you guys like haven't touched at all. And the guy, the, 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 dated the guy I dated he was like he was like it was at least he like immediately responded he goes, it was at least five <laughs> like he'd been, he'd been keeping track I was like you've been keeping track he goes I haven't been keeping track but it, it was at least five <laughs> um I think I just made it too complicated and then at some point I was like I'm not gonna see this guy again and then I met a guy that was 20 like 23 24 and I wanted to fuck his brains out and I was so overwhelmed with the desire that I saw him like it wasn't like it's different the way I was attracted to the older guy is different from the way I was attracted to this younger guy I saw this younger guy I was like I had to like sit and control myself because I wanted to follow him to wherever it was he had gone like I wanted to like get up and follow him and then I sat with him and like two other guys and we were sitting in a group talking and the whole time I mean, we got along. We had like nice chemistry. No, and I'm just like, I really, I really want to fuck this guy. <laughs> He's so young. He's so young, you know? Like, holy shit, I really want to fuck this guy. And then I get up and I was like, okay. I like snap out of it, you know? I stand up and I'm like announcing, I'm leaving. And he goes, I go say goodbye to everyone. And he's like, he's like, oh, well, you know, I won't be here tomorrow, so you won't see me. And I was like, oh man, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. He didn't know how old I was either. I was too young, I was too young. And then I was like, because I thought I was also like, like I was also really attracted to the older guy. And I'm like, well, it, like if I'm so attracted to this younger guy, I'm like ready, like I like want something, you know? I'm like open to, to 
this kind of experience and like why not just let myself have that with this guy that I've been attracted to for weeks at this point you know and I've gotten to know a little bit <laughs> anyway so I don't know what to do now because it's like I thought I wasn't going to interact with men at all at the start of this podcast at the start of this experiment and I just think now that's impossible because I'm changing so much through it right and change just can't happen in isolation you can heal and you can release things but to actually like put into practice all of those things all the ways in which you've changed you can't be isolated for that you have to expose yourself to other people and be willing to have connections and to be willing to have connections that fail and to be willing to you know trigger a sense of loss or like even create a new sense of loss and let yourself sit through it I let myself sit through it I feel a lot better now and like a month ago I got this really bad haircut and now it's growing out and I feel sexy again <laughs> Um, yeah. Can I, let's go to my notes. I tried to make an outline for this episode. I'm really trying to make this like worth your time, just so you know, because maybe you're asking yourself every time you listen, is this worth my time? And the answer, you know, only you can answer that. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, look at all these guys I wanted to tell you stories about. Boring. <laughs> I have written down, how can we appreciate the sun without the rain? That's true. And that's from an old Weather Channel commercial from my childhood. How can I count my wins without also counting my losses? Sometimes losing is winning. Sometimes losing is winning. Let's see. Ah, uh, the crazy woman at the bar last Friday. Well, the crazy woman I talked about in the last episode. She's not crazy. She's, I think she's going through something. But I think she was being crazy in that moment because she lost and she could not accept the fact that she lost. And I, you know, when I sat down, I thought about it and I was like, okay, you lost. It was hard for me. I felt really angry. And I don't know what I lost exactly. I don't know what I lost. Um, what did I lose? I just feel like I lost something and I can't, I can't put my finger on it. Um, you know, if I sit and I think about it, there's like a whole fucking montage that pops up in my head. But it's all fleeting and it's all gone. It's not like, because I think like the whole point of it is like you're not supposed to sit with these images in your head. They should be fleeting. They should get the fuck out of your mind. They should get the fuck out of your system because it's a loss and you need to learn how to accept that you've lost something, whatever it is. And you're like, even if you're like, you know, how about you let me know what it was so that I don't do it again. <laughs> and then the universe is like, or God or whatever, your higher power, your higher self is just like, it's on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> it's 
on a need to know basis. All right, babies. Okay, my lovelies. Thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And as Vicky would say, ciao for now.